Hello, 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 everybody. I'm live. We're live right now at the Nick Longo Show. We're doing a live call-in show, testing this out, seeing how it works. We're going to go live here, and if you're listening to this recorded on the podcast, obviously you can't be live on the show, but if you're listening on the podcast, you can send in a voicemail to get your voice on a future episode of the show with a question you want to hear. You can also text your question into this number, same number for both voicemail and text. It's 503-208-5237. If you're interested in being on the show, you can text 503-208-5237 and you could be on the Nick Longo show. I just went live and um, I'm currently sharing it out to all the different places so that we can get people on the show. I want to hear from you and um, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. I'm really excited for this. Let's see what we're going to say. We're going to say call in now. Call in show. Call in show. It's a call in show. It's kind of a call in show. So here's how you do it. You could I mean you could call in but don't don't call in because that's going to be hard for me to manage. Everybody's going to call in, then no one's actually going to get on the show. But you're going to text me your questions for the show, or text me who you are, whatever, and I'm going to reach out to you. I'll call you, and you will be live on the show. And it's it's going to be a good time. How's everyone doing today? You're, you're not here right now, so you're probably, you're probably doing great. But you're doing great. Anyways... I'm going to roll that down. Roll that music down. So, I'm here today, and obviously we are uh, in the middle of a really crazy time. Um, life is life is wild. Life is wild right now, uh, in especially in Washington State. So, about two days ago, um, we got, so I, you know, working in the church and everything right now, a little little nuts because obviously a church is a place where there's large gatherings, but in the state of Washington, Archdiocese Seattle, a few days ago, um, we heard that um, all public celebrations of the mass is currently being uh, suspended until further notice. So that's pretty wild. And then from that, in turn, we, uh, you know, the public schools got shut down. All you know, Catholic schools are following suit of that directive of the public schools being shut down. And then we. Uh, decided at the church level, you know, to all faith formation, all large gatherings also shut down due to COVID-19, the coronavirus, everything that we're all talking about. You know, people are all out. I'm seeing a lot of things on Facebook right now about people heading out to, um, he- people heading out to be um, getting all their groceries done. That's probably, that's one of the things we're going to, we're going to do that this weekend. We, I mean, we stocked up in advance um, as soon as we heard about the news of all this stuff going down, and uh, it's a little little scary. How are you feeling about it, people? That's what I want. I want to know how you're feeling about it. Maybe we can talk about that on the call-in show and uh, see how this goes. But um, first thing we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna actually call somebody. But still, text this number five zero three two zero eight. Five two three seven. If you're here live on Facebook, I'm talking to you on Facebook. Come and check out the live call-in show. We've got Kaylee with us, Kaylee Sweeney. What's going on? Good to see you. Um, we're live on the Nick Longo Show. If you want to call in, get your question on the show, ask me a question on the Nick Longo Show for the podcast, you can. You can just text right now, 503-208-5237, and you can be live right now. You would be on this live stream. You'd be on this podcast and it would be great. So you can just text that number, and you can get live on the show. It's going to be a good time. We got my wife here who just joined on the show. I'm going to get a call out, and actually, we're going to call. Oh, Father Jason Hayes, you got a call, buddy. He just got jumped on live on the show. If you actually, I, I posted a previous. It, it was a throwback interview that me and my buddy Josh K did with Father Jason Hayes um, a few. Years back, I mean, it was probably three years ago, or maybe, maybe no, yeah, it was about three years ago, Father, when we did this uh, interview, and it's, uh, let's see, what episode is it on the show? It's probably episode, like, 
four or five or six or something. But anyways, if you just go to the podcast and you look up, um, if you look up the podcast, it's called Father Jason Hage, and it is the uh, aspiring patron saint of authenticity. Father Jason Hage, aspiring patron saint of authenticity. You heard it here first, Father. I I dubbed it for you, and maybe that's a great patron saint you're going to go for. I think he could totally do it. He's crushing life, and he's a great priest, great man. Love that guy. Really been a blessing in my life, but if you have not checked out that podcast, you should do so. It was glorious. It was a glorious interview, and I really, really had a fun time. We had a really fun time. We went to uh, Holy Family Church where Father Jason was uh, current. At that time, he was parochial vicar at Holy Family Church, and Sat down in his office, had a great talk, and we had a great talk about authenticity and being your own, your own, like just being yourself and being authentic as a Catholic person. And it was a really great interview. So we we did that on the This Catholic Life podcast, and so I reshared that here because everything I'm doing here on the Nick Longo show is kind of my continuation of what we were trying to do there um, at This Catholic Life. But then we, I moved across the country, and uh, things got crazy in life. Had uh, marriage happened, had a new job, had babies, you know, been crazy. It's been a little crazy. So we're gonna get a, we're gonna get a call going here. We're gonna start off again. Text in five zero three two zero eight five two three seven. You're gonna get on the show. We got Michael Scarn here. Michael Scarn is a, uh, basically a cousin by now, and uh, we play Call of Duty on the regular. My family and I and him. It's a great time. Great time. We got Lori Kaler on the live stream. Hi, Lori. She's one of my mo- most amazing core members, and uh, she's fantastic. Let's see. Okay, we got a question here. We got a question coming in. Hold on. Ready? We're going we're gonna to get this person on the show. We're getting him on the show. Just ready. Wait for it. It's coming in. Oh, wait. Wrong one. Here we go. Hello? 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 Christina, you are on the show. You're on the Nick Longo show. You sent in a question. You were the first person on the show to send in a question. So what is your question for the Nick Longo show? Nick Longo, are you a cat person or a dog person? (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm a cat person or a dog person. First off, what are you? Well, I know know the answer. I've got a cat sitting on my... On my lap, licking me. So uh, I'm gonna go with cat person. Gonna go with cat person. That's right. You're a cat person. I would agree with you. I am a cat person. You know, I had a dog growing up. His name is Augie. Augie the doggy. We loved Augie. He's a great dog. I love him to death. So much fun. But I, I will say, I will say this. I would have never said this in a million years. I was a dog person for the longest time. Never was it really into cats. My grandma had a cat. Um, and I was like, I, I was cool with it, but never had a cat myself. And then we got cats. Christina, for the record, everybody, I think you already know, she is my wife. Um, we are in the same house, actually. She's calling me from the other room. Um, but we got cats a few years back and uh, love cats. Love cats. We have Kateri and Samantha, and they are the most amazing, the, the most cute two twin sister cats. They're both white cats, and they're they're really cute. They're the best cats in the world. Yeah, Christina, you got what? What else? What else is going on? How are you feeling? Tell the listeners how you're feeling uh, with everything going on uh, with COVID nineteen and the coronavirus. People are freaking out. How are you feeling? Yeah, well, I feel like I had my freak out moment like two weeks ago. Yep. Um, you know, as a healthcare professional, not just kidding, but I as you know, but for the listeners, I used to work in healthcare PR. So I'm very aware of kind of the news around healthcare and where to find good information and all that stuff. So I feel like my freak out was a couple of weeks ago when you were on retreat and I was, yeah. it was like midnight and I made this huge target order of non-perishable items and cleaning supplies and all that. Yeah, that's, that's I valid. Kind of, but now I'm like, I kind of wish everyone would have done that two weeks ago and maybe we're not going to be here. Uh, you know, maybe we wouldn't be here. Uh, I'm just annoyed and I feel like we all have coronavirus. We probably all do. And we just pray that, you know, we don't, don't pass it along to the more vulnerable people. I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling. I feel a little numb to it. 
I yeah. also thought about how the rise of the coronavirus basically, I feel like 2020, everyone was talking about Kobe. And that's now true. Nobody's talking about Kobe anymore because of the coronavirus. So the news is interesting. Interesting how it works. Yeah, that is an interesting thought. Like when we first kind of started to get a little bit serious about everything going on uh, with the coronavirus, I was on retreat. Um, it was an overnight retreat at the church um, with high school youth group and confirmation kids. And yeah, it was like, I think it was the first case. Obviously, everything broke out in Seattle near us. It was three three hours north of where we're at. So that was scary in of itself, but but we were we were at in uh, Vancouver, Washington was uh, much safer. So that that was good. But then while I was on retreat, we had the first um, case show up in Portland, Oregon, which is just south of us across the border in Oregon, and that was scary. Being on retreat, you know, the, the last place you want to be in a, is in a contained area with young people all in the same room, and. Uh, you know, obviously, re- you know, retreats have limited hygiene. And, and one of my big things I always say on retreats <laughs> is, uh, you know, re- <laughs> deodorant, deodorant, deodorant. Bring deodorant, gentlemen, especially the gentlemen, because you know how guys are on retreats. They have, it's just, it's just something else. But, you know, ultimately they all brought deodorant. We all, you know, made it through and everything was fine. But that was, it was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christina, for for your question and for uh, sharing about that. That's a great story um, about how did you feel while I was on retreat? Um, I felt terrible about it. Like that's yeah, exactly what you said. You're in it. I mean, we now know that coronavirus is less, um, you know, impacts kids less, so that's good. But at the time. I didn't know that, and you're in, like, tight quarters with, yeah, a lack of hygiene. Ew. No, I I don't know. I don't like that. I didn't like it. Yeah. Got a little. It was scary. It was awesome. Well, Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to clap for Christina. Thank you so much, Christina, for being on the show. And uh, we will, we're going to jump off, Christina, and we're going to go over to another question. We got a Lori Kaler who uh, she is one of my amazing core members here in the uh, in the area here at the church that I work at, St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. And we're going to give Gloria a call and see, because she just texted in an awesome question. She has some great thoughts about stuff going on. Let's see what Lori has to say. What does this mean? Lori, <laughs> she's like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Lori, you're oh live on the Nick Longo Show. How are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. All right. Yeah. 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 How are you? So you were just, didn't, did, were you just in Hawaii? Yeah, actually I travel a lot. So here's, here's the story of my travel stuff. I had been in Arizona for a couple days and then I went to Hawaii with my husband for a couple days. He works for the airline. So don't think it's all exotic or anything, mm-hmm. but I was supposed to be in, Bo- I was supposed to be in Boise, Idaho this week playing music at a retreat. Wow! And I'm like, how do I know? But how do I know whether I'm infected or not? Because I've been traveling around. And so I pulled myself out of the retreat. And then they said, if you've been traveling, don't come and help the retreat. And then about two hours later, they canceled it. Yeah. They only have one case in Idaho. But I'm like, I'm not going to be the person to bring <laughs> COVID-19 to the entire state You are of Idaho, staying safe. Alone. Right. I was being safe because no offense, a lot of the people who go on that retreat are historically people of more mature, um, (laughs) more mature ages, you know. And so I was I was trying to err on the side of caution to not be the one. Oh, remember that Lori Kaler? She's the one that brought COVID ID to or, you know, COVID-19. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so I hear I, you. I find it very interesting. Yeah, I find it very interesting that the Archbishop has suspended mass, and I always am going to err on the side of being obedient to my pastor, being obedient to my Archbishop and my bishop. So I'm always going to, you know, be be obedient to what they have laid out. Gotta be safe. With that in mind, I I, I kind of wonder if maybe they could still allow us to go and celebrate the mass, to be together, no touching no touching, but then after the consecration, just simply having everybody say a a prayer for 
spiritual communion and nobody receives the Eucharist in any species and then we leave. I, I just had that thought. I thought, For that, sure, right. is the issue that we're all, right, is the issue that we're all getting together or is the issue because there is, and I don't mean to make it crude because I know it's not just this, but is it because there's eating involved? You're right. I hear you. I you hear know? you. No, totally. So I've seen some things nationally going on. I mean, I think over time as this progresses, just this is my opinion. Obviously, I'm not a scientist. I have no, no qualifications to really talk about the the science of any of this. Right, right. But basically, in terms of uh, what I'm seeing and reading, I do think that um, there, you know, there are churches that are still across the country that are still doing masses at the moment. Um, I saw a priest on Twitter actually post a picture of how he like he is uh, like wiring off like every other pew, so you can't sit like in front of each right. or behind somebody. You're every other pew. To right. kind of keep that social right. distancing and whatnot um, in mind, right. but but I do think ultimately I do think that that this is going to turn into I think we're going to have uh, yeah I think it, more people are going to do the same thing that Archdiocese of Seattle is doing, um, and and it's oh, a, it's yeah. really it's a life issue it's a so it's a, a justice and a, and a life issue of of caring for others because it is it's more than just touching as far as what I, I can understand it's more than just like you know. Being able to, because we're eating, like you said, or, or consuming the Eucharist or anything right. like that, it's it's airborne, right? And and like coughing, sneezing, right. anything that gets in the air, that we could we could, uh, you know, what is the word? We we can, you know, you can get be, you we, can be contaminated exactly. You can, Contamin you can bring it into your body, and it's yeah, yeah, it's it, contagion. There's a good word. I don't know. Contagion. What it means, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not really smart when I say contagion. I don't even know what it means. So my thought here's my thoughts, and then I'll let you move on to somebody else. My first one is I've had on Facebook, I have some people that are like very upset that bishops are, are prescribing that we endure in other areas, not in the Archdiocese of Seattle, but that we only receive the Eucharist under one species, meaning the bread and not the holy blood or, or the wine, holy blood of Christ. Right. But, and also making it mandatory that you receive in the hand and not on the tongue. And a lot of people are very upset about that. And I'm yeah. going to go back to my first statement. We need to be obedient to our priests, our pastors, our bishops, our archbishops. They're doing the best that they can. 100%. You know what I mean? In this situation. And obedience is very, very pleasing to our Lord. So even if we disagree with what's going on, to be obedient and supportive of our priests are very important. And archbishops and bishops at this time, I think, is very important. Yeah, completely And with agree. everybody, you know, not being able to, to be given that dispensation to not attend Mass for we don't know how long people are like, well, what about reception of the Eucharist? It is in canon law. You are only required to receive the Eucharist once a calendar year, Yeah, but you are required to go to mass every holy day of obligation, which includes every Sunday and other days that are prescribed. And we've been given the dispensation for that. Right. So yes, we're not able to celebrate that sacrament. We need to offer up this sacrifice that we've been asked to do in obedience with our bishop yep. and archbishop, we need to just offer up that sacrifice for the people who are really suffering worldwide in any in any way. Exactly, if it's COVID nineteen, but we need to just say tough it up, buttercup, and just do it. Who is Michael Scarn? Michael Scarn is <laughs> he's basically a cousin uh, to to me at this point. So. My family and I. Okay, so that's not his real name, right? No, yeah, yeah, no, no. He's Michael we Scarn love is. the office, and so yes, I actually convinced. I'm the right. person who convinced him to change his Facebook name to Michael Scarn because we basically call him the Scarn okay. all the time um, because his username online is is the Scarn, and so yeah, me, basically. Right. No, I see it. I see. Where my whole family's friends do, with him, know. yeah, because we play we play Call of Duty with the Scarn all the time. He's legendary right. at right. it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll say one more thing, and then I'll let you go. You're crushing it, by the way. But Thank I you so gave much. up watching The Office. You're welcome. I gave up watching The Office and Parks and Rec for Lent, and it's killing me. No, <laughs> not, <laughs> not watching it's it. It's not right? killing me, but it's, it's interesting how I use that as just kind of background noise and to kind of be soothing or whatever. So it is yeah. interesting. So I just have always wanted to say who, who I know who Michael Scarn is, but who is saying they're Michael Scarn? Who is so, saying they're Michael right, Scarn? I'll let you go. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for being on the show, Lori. Not, 
So hold on, my my husband has a question. Oh yeah, put him on the line. No put, put Don on the line. Okay, here he is. Don, you're live on the oh, show. Don Kaler is live. Taylor. You're live on the Nick Longo show. How are you doing? Good, and how are you? I am fantastic. Are you watching also right now? Can you see me? Yeah, I, sort of. Sort of. That's cool. What, what's going on? How are you doing? Well, pretty good. So I've, you're you're I've, I've just, you're an airline pilot. I mean, is this is this heightened for you in any way? Like the way you're feeling about this? Uh, our, yeah, I, I, I carry a mask with me and if I feel like I need to put it on, if I, if I'm sitting in the back, like deadheading from point A to point B to position me and yeah. I detect a lot of people sniffling or hacking around me, then I will, I will not have a problem masking up because, uh, what I've read is this is spread, uh, through the spraying of spittle. Right. Uh, if you're within 10 feet of someone who's sneezing, coughing. Right. So um, anyway, so they, the, our airline canceled 45 flights yesterday. They're doing extra cleanings uh, in between flights. So you can expect a little bit longer ground time and delayed departures because of that. Yeah. Um, and they're looking at the city pairs that go into San Francisco, LAX, JFK, where there's a, an, an Atlanta, an abundance of, of people that are, uh, carrying this virus or have been uh, diagnosed with it. And, and if the loads are light, they're canceling the flight. And, wow. um, and yeah, so we had 45 cancellations yesterday, but more importantly, wow. do you think that Maddie Pruitt <laughs> had a definite in, had a definite influence on pilot Peter Weber and maybe bringing him to some sort of conversion? Do I think Matty Pruitt is bringing Peter Weber to some sort of conv- conversion had an influence on him? I do. So for the listeners who don't uh, understand that question, maybe for whatever reason, I don't know, you should you should figure it out. Um, I just did a bonus episode with Christina, my wife, on The Bachelor finale because we love the ABC show The Bachelor and Lori and Don are also fellow lovers of the show. And uh, okay, so... I don't know if I'm a fellow lover. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds weird. But, uh, I kind of hate it, but I can't stop watching. You hate it, but you love it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. And yeah, so, so, so the show The Bachelor is, is something we're, we're all into. And so Maddie was the top one of the top two people and ultimately she was the one who peter um ended up staying with and she it didn't work out because they were very different she um was very 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 strong in her faith and very open and vocal about her faith and and the importance of it and especially the importance that it was to her and her relationship and so there was a whole thing about it. if you want to learn more about that what happened in the finale go listen to the last bonus episode with christina uh, aspiring patriot saint of reviewing the bachelor show um that's a fun episode i was so proud of her yeah i was proud of her too i was i that's ultimately was yeah. yeah i was really proud of her um i i actually reached out to her i sent her a message which she won't read at all i'm sure uh, but i was like hey you should be on the podcast because it was great witness i thought of someone standing up for their faith and really really just not not compromising in her beliefs um, and really just saying like this is I'm gonna vocalize this I'm gonna share this with somebody and and I'm gonna see if they're gonna walk with me through it or not and she was really open and very I think gracious throughout it all but I think she was also she stood up for herself as well especially with everything that went on with Peter's mom being so um, had she had so much animosity towards her in the whole situation and, and she really, Maddie really stood up for herself. And I thought that that was really, you know, if anything, it was a great witness for other women out there. Um, Mm -hmm. to just, to to really just know that, that you have dignity, um, and that your opinion and what you believe in matters, um, no matter, no matter what, um, and no matter what the situation is that, that your situation and your part of the story matters. Cause I think the whole thing that was going on was, you know, Peter's mom kept saying, like, this is his story, and you're, you know, this is his time on The Bachelor, and she kept saying, no, like, this is actually both of our journeys, we're both in this relationship, and... Not only is it him picking a wife, it's me picking a husband. Yeah, exactly, and so, I mean, obviously, The Bachelor is a weird situation, and a weird uh, way to go about that, obviously, but 
but I think that (laughs) it was a good point that I think is a good takeaway for anyone um, in relationship. That's two people in a relationship and that you've got to do this together. Um, So, yeah, do I think do I think that it had an influence on him, maybe causing conversion? I definitely think he's thinking about it more. I think you could see that he was like he was definitely thinking about it more. I don't think that he totally understood fully what she was kind of talking about when she was talking about uh, having a husband who was a leader in the faith and those types of things, you could kind of tell that there was kind of like a disconnect there of, you know, what she meant versus what he was hearing. Um, that's kind of what my thought was, what I felt, but, um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting thing. I mean, what did you think? You said you were proud. I was, I was proud of Maddie. I thought that she handled herself with, such dignity and grace uh, in yeah. in the line of fire from from her mother, and she I, she stood up for herself. And a lot of people were saying, "Well, she's the one that's being narcissistic." And I'm like, "No, narcissistic people yeah. don't say how's he doing after he uh, broke up with Hannah Ann. How how is he? Right. You know, and tell her father right to her eyes, I want what's best for Peter. Yeah, you know." Another, so another I thing I said, a lot of people were disappointed when she came back. And I said, you know what? She walked away from him one time and she's actually giving her heart and her feelings a chance to see. And, and she will walk away from him again. If uh, it becomes evident that this isn't a good match. And she did. Yeah. I thought it was cool too. So, I, I, her dad um, is on Instagram yeah. at coach Pruitt. And he was super, super like, gracious it well first of all he was really he really like supported his his daughter obviously um and was really like it just it was cool to see the encouragement of the father in that whole situation because obviously she was also going through a lot online and through people right. criticizing her and a lot of different things um so he he did a great job supporting her but then also not only that he supported Peter, and actually when Peter and her both kind of said, because a day later they decided that they weren't going to continue the relationship and whatnot, um, when they both posted that, Coach Pruitt, her, Maddie's dad, reached out, like commented on Peter's thing and said, like, I, I don't exactly remember um, what uh, what he said, but he was basically I like... I bet he said, I'll pray for you. He goes, I'll well, pray for you. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll pray for you. I mean, just like, like, like he basically was like, you're a good man or something like just encouraged him. Like, you know, thanks for being part of her life or whatever, not being like, you know, like having animosity towards her for her faith and having it being strong. So yeah, Don, thanks so much for that question. Thanks for coming on. Same thing to Maddie, right? Yeah, no, I, I probably, I, I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Oh man. Probably not. It was crazy. Well, thanks for being on the show. Tell the Lori, thanks for being on the show as well. And uh, if you want to be on the show, if you want to be on the show, you can call in uh, right now. Um, well, you can text. Text 503-208-5237. Actually, if you just want to call, you can call. But, I mean, if you text, that'll be fat. That'll be easier because then I'll just call you. I'll know who you are, and we'll, we'll kind of have some context of the question you want to ask for the show and what you want to talk about here on the Nick Longo Show. You can text at 503-208-5237, and you can be live right now on the Nick Longo Show. So people on Facebook, there's a lot of people who've been coming in and out of the Facebook stream. We've got Brandon Allman here. Uh, we got Monica over here. Um, we've got Chris Euler in the house, Charles Marsh. We've got a lot of people in here. Uh, Colin Avery, Dan Capriotti. I mean, a bunch of people just jumping in on the live stream. If you want to be live right now on the show, you just text 503-208-5237. And um, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, I, I think you're going to enjoy being on the show. So, yeah, thanks for coming on and talking about The Bachelor. Because, man, I like that's why Christina and I did that episode of The Bachelor, a bonus episode where we talked about our review of The Bachelor finale and everything going on because we just needed to lighten the mood a little bit because obviously we're all going through some stuff right now. We're, we're a little... Uh, on edge, I think everybody's kind of aware of everything going on with the COVID-19 coronavirus stuff. And, uh, man, it's just, it's good to just lighten the mood. I think, I think we have to remain calm in this type of situation, but obviously take it seriously because it's 
obviously a serious situation. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on and asking that question. Um, if you want to be on the show, again, call 503-208-5237. So, yeah, we're, we're in the plans right now for figuring out what are we going to do as a parish and as a church with no masses, with, um, you know, figuring out how are we going to reach our community um, going forward if, if, you know, all of our faith formation programs are shut down and whatnot. And so um, I was just really grateful that I've been starting to do some of this stuff and uh, some of the stuff Christine and I have been doing with helping churches use digital media for evangelization and spreading the gospel with the Longo Collective we just launched earlier this week because it really helped us um, kind of come into this week with everything going on with this and churches shutting down um, their services and whatnot. Um, how, how, how is our church going to reach out to our community during this time? And so, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about doing a lot of stuff online through social medias to be able to connect with people, doing a podcast um, to reach out to some people um, and uh, some other things that we'll be kind of showing our parish going forward. But I think, like, for any church out there, I think this is probably something that will be happening for a lot of parishes where you'll be shutting down or in some fashion, there's, like, the social distancing is going to become a real thing for everybody where we're going to be, people will be home more um, and, and be distancing themselves from certain events or, or things that are, are non-essential um, like certain youth ministry programs and whatnot. Um, obviously, faith is really essential, but to stop the spread of this thing, we really gotta, we really gotta take it seriously. And so that's why some of these precautions are coming into play. But during this time, I mean, what what are you doing? What could you do? I think the first thing you should do for any parish um, is start an email list. If you're a minister out there and you are somebody who is trying to reach people in a community, um, and this really goes for anyone who's doing work in their their having to do remote stuff and reach out to their, uh, the people in their community and whatnot in their audience, um, start an email list. Email list is the number one way right now. I mean, it's really, I mean, obviously social media has great powers of connectivity, but if you can capture people on an email list, you, you own that email list. There's nothing that's like, that's something you can control and you can reach out to people that are in your parish through an email list. And I think one of the great ways you can do that, um, to capture them on your email list. Cause I, th- I know a lot of people have emails already for the people who registered at your church. But one way you can also do this is I think give value to people up front. Don't just say, oh, I'm like, just join my email list. Give them something that, that entices them to actually join your email list, something of value to them. And so it could look like this for a church. For example, people really want to know how to stay connected with God in their day-to-day life during this time when maybe they can't go to mass or, you know, they can't go to youth group or whatever. So create something that tells them these are the top ways for you to stay connected with your faith and with our church well, you can't be here and create some sort of a PDF document that you can give to them for free right upon their sign up for your email list that they can download this and then they can use that as a resource in their life. And it's something that actually gives them value and helps them in their life during this time when, when all these things are taking place. Um, and that's something that, you know, they give you their email, you automatically through your site, you can have this, synced up. Um, if you need help with it, reach out to me and I can help you. And, um, then they get, they get this free, um, this free resource to help them in their prayer life. And I think that's something that could be really beneficial before we go on to the second thing that I think you should do. If you want to call on the show, cause I want to get your questions on the show and I want to talk to you about all the things you want to talk about here on the Nick Longo show live. You can call in right now at 503 208 Five two three seven. Just try it. Just try it. You're gonna be live here, right here, right now in the show. If you're on the live stream, you'll you'll be right here on the show. It'll be a great time. We're taking your questions and we're talking live on the Nick Longo show at 503-208-5237. You can text me right now your question and it can be on the show. If you if you're an uncomfortable uh, calling, you text me. And you can say, I don't want to be on the show, but ask my question. You can even if you're live right now, you can uh, text or comment. Put in the comments your question, and I'll read it live here, and we can talk more about it. But you can call in to 503-208-5237 and be on the show. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a good time, and you're going to be live on the Nick Longo Show. 
It's going to be great. So number two, I just start to, talked about doing an email list. That's the number one way to connect with your people. You don't want to overblast them on your email list, but creating content of value for people. Um, once they're there, you have to actually give them something once they're there. And so you need to start creating good content um, for for your people. And so the way that I would suggest doing that is decide on pillar content. Pillar content is your main content. It's long form content, like a podcast, like a YouTube video. And here's the thing. This gets a little scary for people. People are like, how am I going to create this content? How am I going to create pillar content that's long form content? Don't worry so much. You actually probably are already doing it. Every church I know has a priest that goes up or a deacon that goes up every single Sunday and gives a homily. And even if you're not doing this right now because masses maybe are uh, suspended for this certain period of time because of the coronavirus, you can still take out a camera and record a homily. You can record some sort of a talk or a youth ministry teaching, what have you, right? And that can be your long-form content. Churches are that you guys have the content. You have the content in the faith formation resources you're providing your church. You have the content in the homilies and the preaching that you're doing. And now we need to take that compelling preaching about Christ and give that to people online. And we can use that so when you have your email list, you can you can send them that good content. You can also capture more people by providing them good content online. So that's one way I think that's the second way that I think you should you be utilizing digital media to help reach people during this time um, where maybe you can't get together with people and sharing things online. Look, 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 right here we are. We're live, you know, on the podcast. We're right now doing this live podcast and we're reaching people. We've already had three people here on the show live and it's been a blast talking with them about The Bachelor. We talked about coronavirus and how it's going to affect our churches. We talked about cats or dogs and how we uh, care for them and whatnot. But using good content, especially long-form content like a podcast or YouTube channel, is going to be something that helps you create your pillar content. And honestly, you already have the content available to you. Call in again. Uh, the, the number is 503-208-5237. So number three. Once you create your pillar content, you have all your long-form content, all the stuff that is your main stuff that you already have and you're sending out there. You want to create from that pillar content, micro-content. So this doesn't take you creating any more content than the content you've already created with the pillar content you have. It takes you taking the time to sit down and to watch through that content that you've already produced or see what people are really responding to within that long-form pillar content you've already created and cutting up that content. I want you to look at the very powerful moments. Like, wow, that moment of that homily, Father or Deacon just made a mic drop. Like, it was it was phenomenal. You know, or, or that moment in that retreat's talk was so powerful. I'm going to just take that minute, that minute clip, and I'm going to cut it up, and I'm going to repurpose it on all my social media and send that out as more content. Let me tell you, people, if you create pillar content and then micro content from the stuff that you're creating and putting out there on social media and on your website and everywhere that you have uh, those online resources to connect with people, you will have a full amount of content for months to go. I promise you. I promise you. Seriously. I mean, think about it. If you record your homilies every single day at Daily Mass, you're going to have a ton of content. You're going to have a ton of content that you can then repurpose on your podcast, pull the audio, put it on a podcast, pull the video, put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook, and share that stuff with people. And then you can cut that up. And, and there are so many great moments. I, I'm telling you right now, every single Mass I've ever gone to and I've heard someone preach at, I know that there's one powerful moment at least that you can cut up from it. And there's probably more. There's probably more than that. So create micro-content from your pillar content. It's a, it's it's a game changer. It's a game changer when it comes to digital media marketing and social media marketing and content marketing for the church. And that's something that needs to be happening right now during this time when we're a little on edge and people are doing the social distancing thing with the coronavirus and everything going on with masses uh, being shut down. So make sure you're putting content out there, people. Still reach this people. This does not need to be a time when we don't reach out to our communities and, and share the, the joy of the gospel with people. The joy of the gospel is forever present. It's never not present. And so make sure you're sharing that, that joy of the gospel, no matter where you're at, 
however we can. If Christ was here today, he'd be using this way to be reaching you. I, I guarantee it. And if he wasn't using it himself, he'd have someone recording him and cutting up that content and putting it out there. So make sure you're doing it. Pillar content and micro content is so important. Now, um, I just want to, again, make another reminder. Call into the show 503-208-53 or 5237. You can call in and be on the show. You can text in and be on the show. Um, we've had a few people on the show. It's been great. So you've done that. You've created your uh, email list. You've you've captured people in by giving them value right up front. And then you've created your pillar content and your micro content. What do you want to do from there? You want to participate in invitation ministry. Inviting people to be part of your church. Because let me tell you, if you put out great content, you're going to capture more than just the people who actually go to your church. You're going to capture people who don't already go to your church. You're going to capture people who maybe are disaffiliated with their faith, or maybe they don't go to church at all, and they're going to maybe be inspired by some homily that you gave at your church, and they weren't there for it, but now they heard that preaching that that really compelled them with the message of the gospel, and they're going to be drawn into that same gospel for themselves, and they're going to want to experience what you just shared with them. And so you're going to participate in in invitation ministry and how are we going to do this you're going to engage with people online you're going to talk with them in the comments because let me tell you what your content in person your faith formation classes your masses and your homilies everything that we're doing at church to spread the gospel your service projects you know reaching out to the poor those things create good discussions they, cre they create engaging discussions. And let me tell you what, if you're sharing that stuff online, you're going to create good discussions online too. People will be sharing in the comments about what they're thinking about your content. They're going to be talking about it outside of the, the online world. They're going to be talking with their friends about what you're doing online. And people are going to start discussing what it is you're talking about online if you're sharing it. And when you yourself hear those discussions and you engage in those discussions and you start talking more about those things that people are are being inspired by or they're having questions from that you're sharing online, then you can actually build a relationship with them of trust and of community online and then actually invite them to be to come into the church and, and to really become more active participants. This is just going to fire people up more who are already fired up. If you have a really highly engaged Catholic and you start doing some of these things, it's going to fire them up more to just become more involved and become more on fire for going out and spreading the gospel and being on mission. If you have people who aren't participating but they're just going through the motions, this can get them to that next level when they, that will inspire them to just go on mission for the first time maybe. And people who are completely disaffiliated, like I said, will see this stuff and they will they will be drawn into it. So it's really, really important that we do this. I think it's so important. I think this time right now is a great opportunity for the church because I think a lot of churches, they've thought about this. I don't think this is new. I'm not sharing anything new. This is stuff that we have, we've known is available to us as a resource. But I think we've been dragging our feet a little bit about doing it. I know I have been dragging my feet about it just because I've been judging myself. What do people think? How am I going to do it? All these different things. But we have to stop. We have to stop dragging our feet. And I think this is an opportunity for us right now where we're getting a little bit of a gut check because now it's needed. Now the only way you are going to be able to reach your community in a lot of places, like, for example, mine, is through reaching out to them on our email list, on our social media, on our website. It's so important. Let's just talk about websites just to just to just to kind of close out this whole topic. You need to start creating a beautiful website. A lot of people's websites, you, you know, especially for churches, I see people going on, you, you know, you click on a church website and you go there and it's just, it's not beautiful. It doesn't compel the people to continue to be there or worst, it's not user friendly. People don't know how to use it. We got it. We got to get that situated but i mean i'm not going to go into more more that i think we all get the point again call in the show we got a few more minutes here if you want to call into the show live you can call in at 503-208-5237 again it's 503-208-5237 and you can be live on the show we got a, a few people here live on the live stream if you want to ask your questions on the live stream you can and you can join me here live for the last couple minutes on the show. Help me close out the show. Join me live on the show. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. 
So again, call or text 503-208-5237. We're, in a, we're, we're just enjoying this. We're just enjoying this time. So anyways, it's been a, it's been a blast starting this podcast. Again, I, I started this because just what I had just said, I, I dragged my feet about doing a lot of the stuff, but I was talking about a lot of the stuff because I knew this stuff was out here as a resource for us. Phil Virgin, you just joined us on the show. Phil is a great uh, member of the Knights of Columbus at my parish. He is somebody who is really, really inspiring to me. He's somebody who always comes and shares with the youth about the amazing scholarship they offer, and uh, great guy. Uh, Phil, if you want to call in on the show, help me close out the show, you can. You can text or call 503-208-5237. You can be on the show, Phil. It'll be great. Herb is here. HB in the house. HB in the house. HB, if you want to call in and be on the show, you can. Elizabeth Tanner, you just joined on. Mary Perkins joined on. We're getting people coming in here at the end of the show, and it's 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 a blast. If you want to come in and help close out the show, you can be on 503-208-5237. Yeah, so I dragged my feet for this podcast, and I, I really, I did. I dragged my feet, and I, I was, I knew this stuff was available, but I finally just had to make a decision, and it was really kind of like almost like a New Year's resolution thing where I, I realized I need to stop judging myself. I need to stop perceiving maybe this way that people judge me um, and just start doing what I'm passionate about and what I love. I really do love doing this stuff. This is a joy of mine, and it really gets me excited to wake up in the morning and that type of stuff, and so I just needed to start doing it. So I, I just – it was literally like a Wednesday – and I think I came home from running a youth ministry program, and I was like, Chrissy, I just need to start doing this. And so I literally, like, put together a podcast cover. I put together um, all the, the ways I was going to distribute the podcast and um, how I was going to do it, and I just launched it the next day. <laughs> I just launched it with, like, two episodes or something. I just started posting stuff, and then I, I hustled that weekend, and I recorded, like, 10 episodes or something, and I launched it on the Monday um, so that people could have some – some content available to them right away on the show. And we've just been doing it ever since. And it's been a lot of fun and we've grown with the show. Um, we got this fun little mixer board that I can do fun things like this and do claps. A lot of fun. We can clap on the podcast, do all sorts of fun things. And, uh, it's, it's been a blast. We've done some fun episodes with some really great leaders in, in ministry and evangelization. We've done, uh, some great bonus episodes talking about the bachelor fun live things like this where you can be on the show and it's been a blast um yeah it's it's really it's been it's been a wild journey so far with the show and it, it's also been really cool for me to be able to reach out to some people and connect with some people um especially in the in the youth ministry uh field and people who work in ministry and evangelization to connect with some of those people i i've been really blessed by some of the people i've been able to interview um and have on the show and i hope uh, that you, you have as well, if you've been a listener of the show, at the Nick Longo Show, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even ask Alexa to stop. She heard me in my house. She heard me in my house, so I had to tell her to stop. Um, you can even ask the Amazon device to play the Nick Longo Show, and she will. Maybe you're listening on Alexa right now. I don't know if you're listening to this podcast. Obviously, if you're live, you're just watching me live. But, yeah, that's that's basically what it was. I, I, just, I just started – I just started. You, sometimes you just got to start. And this is one of my missions for the Nick Longo Show. I hope that one, some of the things that I'm doing here on the show, here live, on Facebook, doing a live show, having the call-in show, I hope it inspires others to start doing something to share the gospel online and to just share their life. It doesn't have to be that complicated. It doesn't have to be that put together in terms of, uh, you know, having a script or any of those things. Most of the time I don't have script. Actually, I don't think I've ever had a script. I've just kind of wung it. I winged it figured it out um but it just has to be you sharing your life if you can authentically share your life people are going to be inspired by that um if you're if you're living uh, an amazing uh life if you're doing if you're trying like we got to really try to to share the gospel at least do something about it you know and so i'm trying to do something about it and i hope that maybe it inspires you also at home to do something about it. share the faith with other people and share your life with other people um and maybe even if it's not, maybe even if it's not church related, just do something cool with your life. Like maybe it's, maybe you love business or maybe you love sports. Share those types of things online. Do it with a passion and people are going to be drawn to you and what you're doing. They're going to be excited about what you're doing online. I just think that this, the resource we have with online media and, and digital media is huge. 
and we can just use it to to really help connect ourselves with other people. It can really help all of us in what we're doing, no matter what it is we're doing. But especially if you're somebody who's Catholic and you just share what you love to do, I think it really can draw people into your witness and your testimony um, that God wants you to share. Your story matters so much, and God wants you to share who you are with other people. He wants you to be in community with other people. And this is one of the ways we can be in community with people. I mean, it's been amazing here so far. We've had, I mean, I'm just scrolling through the comments. We've had tons of people here on the live stream right now. We've had a couple, three callers call in live. And um, it's been a blast. It's been a blast being here on the live call show. I don't know if we're going to get anybody calling in. I don't think we're going to get anyone calling in for the live call show, but uh, for, to close it out here at the end, but that's okay. It's been a blast. I'm going to clap it out. It's clapping. It's clapping. It's been a, it's been a blast doing this little uh, this live call-in show. And it's been a blast doing the Nick Longa show. If, if you like the show, go subscribe. You can get new updates. Um, I've been I, Before, in previous episodes, I've said every Friday. I think I'm actually going to change that to every Monday. Um, and I really, I release more than just every Monday. But if you like the show, go subscribe. You'll get new episodes very regularly every week. And also, if you like the show, please consider leaving a review because it really helps people. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts, it really helps people find the show. And if you share it with a friend, too, if you share this live stream with people, if you're watching the live stream, share it with people um, on your feed. It can really help people find about uh, out about the Nick Longo show, and they can also get some of this great content that hopefully I think you may be receiving and you think is awesome. Hopefully you think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. But thank you again for uh, being here on the Nick Longo Show. And I hope everybody has a blessed week. I hope you have a great time. I hope you stay safe because we have to stay safe. Um, don't, don't, just, don't just think that you're, you're okay. This is all about other people too. So keep, keep yourself safe and keep everybody safe during this time that we are all trying to stay safe with the coronavirus. Praying for you all, people. I'm praying for you. God bless you.